With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average. And customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast for your Sunday night. On Friday, Liverpool were 19 points clear in the Premier League. It's Sunday and now we're 22 points clear and it's it's getting outrageous at this stage. Number 19 is on the way. Make no doubt, make no bones about it. Number 19 is most certainly on the way. The party starts here. When are we going to win it? That's probably the only question left. <laughs> And here we go, the Fatback 4 podcast for your Sunday night. It's Super Bowl Sunday, so we'll get this out of the way before 11 o'clock. I think the Super Bowl kicks off around half 11. But look, the big the, the big thing today is that Liverpool are 22 points clear in the Premier League after Manchester City were beaten 2-0 by Spurs out the White Hart Lane, London, Tottenham Stadium, or whatever they call it nowadays. With me, I have Grizz and I have Chris, and we're going to try talk a little bit about Southampton and the win we had on Saturday. But the major thing is, it's it's a procession now at this stage. It's any doubt you had a week, two weeks ago, two days ago, twenty four hours ago. They're all gone. Um, they really are all gone. Liverpool will be champions of England come the end of this season and if not well before that and look if you're in the chat throw all the all the comments you want in there you can rejoice you can show anything you want at us and we'll try to keep up as, as much as we possibly can Grizz um, I've said a long time ago 30 wins will win this league for you um, if Liverpool get the 30 wins and lose the rest uh, they will be champions of England I also said that no other team in this league will top 90 points and I stand by it it's All a procession. Right, relax, relax. It's a, okay, you got it right. It's, right I relax, did get it right. I did, and look, I'm I'm doing what you usually do when you get something right. But Grizz, <laughs> Grizz, this is over, and now all we have to do is think about: Are we going to be going beaten, and when are we going to wrap actually wrap this up? Yeah, look, in a in a in a weird way, <laughs> in a mad mad weird way, it's actually boring now, Gav. No, it's not, Grizz. I'll stop you there. No, I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, because... You are bored of winning games. No, no, no. I mean, 
you know what I mean. I mean, no. even giving anyone a chance or anything, there's no excitement every game. But I'll tell you what's beautiful. I'll tell you what's beautiful and will remain beautiful for the remaining how many weeks? 14 games. 13? Mm-hmm. So let's say for the, for the remaining 13 games, every game week will be so beautiful, Gav, because everyone and their dog knows we've won the league. Yet all these games will still have to be played. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful from that point of view. The rage, you know, the anger, almost sadness in other fan bases. It's, it's, it's glorious. Absolutely glorious to see. But but do you know what I mean by about... I don't think you know what I mean, do you? About, I like, don't. I usually don't know what you mean, but go on. Yeah, but you know, it's like, it's too easy. It's like, I seriously, seriously, and this is not being arrogant. I don't think we've come out of third gear. Um, I think we've paced ourselves better. I think we've paced ourselves amazingly. I think you're right. I think we've paced ourselves amazingly. Chris, you know, when you, when you look at it, we always talk about, Teams pacing themselves, teams peaking at the right time. You know, we've we've lost Mane there last week, and he looks like he's just going to come back after this little break that we have. And all we're Woo-hoo! looking at, all we're looking at, is take eighteen points maximum, eighteen points to win the league, and we can just absolutely throw out everything we have down at the Champions League. It just it feels absolutely perfect right now, doesn't it? It's just unreal, mate. Absolutely unreal. But it's, with Klopp, when you look back, it's what he does every year. We've ha- we've we've always hit a buffer. So his first year was January, then it was March. And he's found a way of adapting to this league to get it right. Because the worry for Liverpool has always been January, February is when we struggle and we struggle badly. This is the first year where he, he's got his pace just perfectly, despite injuries, despite other things in our way. Uh, and that's what he's done. He's, he's just adapted, which is something I would say our rivals are struggling to do, which is adapt to situations, adapt to you know setbacks, Rather than bitching and moaning about it's this, it's that, find a way to adapt, find a different way to win. And that's what we've finally built a side that can do. Yeah, we, re- we really have. There's loads of comments in here. Um, they're flying. They're, they're, going, they're coming on the screen and going off them as quick as I, quicker than I, I anticipated. Uh, Max Brooks says he's buzzing about the league, but the fact that it will be done early gives us a shot at the Champions League. Uh, got to win as many cups as we can when, when we're this hot, lads. I absolutely agree. Uh, Mick says the fume from the Man City on five live was sensational. It was out of this world. It was seven and a half minutes, and it was absolute poetry from start to finish. He, he loses the plot. Uh, my favourite bit was when he he goes on about Rush and Hughes and uh, to Robbie Savage and Ian Rush was at Juventus when Robbie Savage was referring to him Mark Hughes never played for Liverpool and then the guy just said listen, listen Robbie you need to be impartial it was absolutely amazing go and listen to it it's on our, it's on our Twitter feed and it's just unbelievable uh, Luke says do you reckon Luke says do you guys reckon they put the new Premier League trophy or keep the old one on the champions wall that's a great question because the, the we've won 18 league titles which were the old um the old, you know, kind of trophy. I don't know what they do. They can do what they want. They can just put a Premier League sticker beside it if they want. I don't really care. But um, yeah, it's a very good Ch- question. Changes the Premier League trophy and put, ni- and put 19 on it because that will boil piss. Yeah, it could do. It absolutely could do. I've always upset with Grizz. He said, it's not boring. We've waited 30 years for this. Lap it up. This is the greatest football team this country has oh, ever no, produced. I'm lapping it up. I'm nobody, lapping but it up. nobody comes near us. Um, Dylan O'Rourke says he usually hates Savage but hilarious in that video. Um, 
Barty says he has a he has a venue, a caterer, a band, a photographer, and a videogra- a videographer. That refers to the night that me and Andy um organised his wedding. I notice he hasn't said he has the DJ, so me and Andy are still up for that slot. Um Grizz, we will get into more about winning the league and and what what looks like a procession right now. But just going back to Saturday, we spoke about we spoke about this, this game against Southampton. We felt it'd be tough. We felt it'd be edgy. And, and for 45 minutes, Chris, um, it was a real test, wasn't it? Good team, Gav. They're a good team. Um, you've got to give them credit, especially the board who were patient with this guy. Um, especially that Leicester result. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So a lot of, lot of shitty clubs would have um, panicked and, 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 and sort of, you know, sacked him there and then. But Southampton are a decent outfit. Uh, a decent little club as well. And they've done the right thing, stood by him. You know, Southampton, the manager's supposed to be, you know, sort of, uh, you know, a, a clone of Klopp, like a mini Klopp, in terms of how his teams press, counter-press, and how they play with high energy. I thought it was a very brave selection from him in the way that Saints set up against us, because normally... When Southampton come to town, they always play with three DMs, three centre-backs. Mm. You know, you could always pick their bloody three centre-halves. You know, it's like Pierre Holberg and Romeu and Ward-Prowse, all three just sitting in front of the back four. Well, this time he went very different. He, he picked Ward-Prowse at right back. and then yeah, he hasn't anyone else. And then, it, well, that's, a, that's probably one of the reasons. But, you know, he played with two wingers and two strikers, like two genuine attackers on the flanks. Redmond and uh, Jempo is a very good player. Um, and um, the two lads up front are very own Ings and, and Shane Long. So, you know, I did beg the question, is this brave or is this suicide, you know, this this fella? And for that first half, Gav, I think they gave us, I'm trying to think, maybe Wolves uh, that first half at Anfield. I think they gave us the, I think they gave us the hardest time. I, I, think, think, you know, I think that was tougher than Wolves. I think it's tougher than Wolves. I think it was tougher than Man City. I, think I don't think. Than- I, I don't think they're as good as side as Wolves. Uh, they're certainly not as good as Man City. And I, I, when you look through their squad, you go, "Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay." There's one or two standouts um, for them. I think the way they work their system is very good. They believe in what they're doing. Like you said, Chris, they you know they get beaten nine 0 at home by Leicester. They're, they they spend seventy five minutes with ten men, but they comp- it was a completely gutless performance. You know you shouldn't be conceding nine goals with, with ten men, even if it's for ninety minutes. But they they stuck to their principles. They played. They did presses and, and stuff like that. But Chris, as much as I want to give Southampton credit, and I am giving them credit particularly for the first fort. No, sorry, probably for the last 15 minutes of the first half in particular. How much do you think that was down to Southampton being really, really good? Or how much was it down to Liverpool taking the right off the ball a little bit? Because I felt that Liverpool lost their way a little bit after about 25 minutes of that game. And Southampton done quite well to, to capitalise on that. You've got to say it's a combination, isn't it? It's a combination and a culmination of the couple of weeks we've had in terms of non-stop games, um, you know, not much rest in between. We always knew that after this game, there would be a nice little break for the players. So therefore, he's near enough selected the same team, hasn't he, for the last three, four Premier League games, barring sort of obviously, except, sorry, the in- injury to Mane, which is sort of enforced upon him one change. Um, look, when we, saw the, when we saw the lineup, you know, we weren't happy with well, I mean, you wasn't overly happy with uh, Ox in no. the front three, mm-hmm. you know, but as usual, you know, Klopp proves us wrong and 
Ox has probably one of his better games of the season. You know, finds a bit of rhythm. Um, you know, I was, just, uh, I was, I was more annoyed uh, for Fabinho uh, started. Yeah, there you go. So exactly, what I was about to come to. So Henderson done fine. We thought give him one more game, give Fabinho another couple of weeks to get really, really ready. But you know, Klopp decided to give him a bit of game time, and Fabinho grew into it. I mean, I thought Fabinho was a bit shaky for that first, as you know. I think you'd be polite there, Grizz. I thought, right, cr- well, you know, I thought it was crap first half. Yeah, it was by, by, by his standards, all he did was chew the ball. Every time he got the ball, it was two touch, three touch, standards, four touch, maybe, and it was slowing it down. That's what was was, That's I'd what Henderson's not been doing. I'd use the word crap against Shrewsbury for him. I thought he's one. Of the, I thought he was. It was. It was actually diabolical. His Lovren Matip's performance against Shrewsbury, but. I don't think he was crap against Southampton because I thought Southampton were very good. As Gav said, you've got to give them credit as well. I thought the tactics were spot on. He he basically, you know, very brave of him went head to head with us. But mm-hmm. now I think what happened was, as usual and as per, and you know, it's a trait and it's an amazing trait and it's a beautiful trait of Liverpool's. You know, we we assess the situation at halftime. The, the analysis boys come in. Tell Klopp this is going wrong. This is Klopp. Klopp goes into them at halftime, tells them you better fucking wake up the second half, and um, you know the rest is history, as they say. We solve yet another pro- problem, but you know we solve another situation. We assess the team, how they're playing, the formation, their weaknesses, and how we go about it, and we do exactly that. No, like I'm going to be honest with you, like you're talking about analysis and stuff like that. I think I would think at halftime. Like, you have to remember, there's analysis and then he doesn't make any changes. So it probably is just a an, an attitude thing, probably. You know, Liverpool, 30 minutes in, probably think this will come in, this will come in the end, not to worry. And then Southampton kind of snapped into life. And I'm sure Klopp did say at halftime, hold on, these are, do you see what's going on here for 15 minutes? It's not good enough. And you send them back out and they're straight on it. They are straight on it, you know, when... And, you know, Oxlade-Chamberlain, delighted for them. And I think it was Carl Kopak the other night said, uh, Chamberlain won't be a bad bet for a goal. He does kind of get them in, in sports. You know, it could be only a two-game sport, but he usually does, and, and it was a good show. Um, big shout-out to, who was it, Megan McCallion, who gave me the bet the other night. Um, she got our, our total for the charity bets up a little bit, so well done to her. Uh, but half-time comes, Chris, and like I said, we come out second half, we get that goal, and that's fair enough. It's a, it's a good goal. Robertson does well. Firmino does excellently. It's a good touch by uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain, and he finds a spot in the goal, kind of leaves the keeper flat-footed. The big talking point around was the second goal, and Ings goes down in the box under the challenge by Fabinho. We go up the other end and score. And that's the first goal, isn't it? No. Oh, sorry, it is the first goal. I have this mixed up. What have I got mixed up with? Great. Great no, sorry, sorry, I do. I have it mixed up. No, I'm think I, I have the second goal in my head. But the talking point is that okay. So he goes down. It's it's a penalty. There's no shadow of a doubt about it. It's a penalty, and it goes up the other end, and, and we score. Sorry, I'm thinking of the disallowed goal as well, and I'm also thinking of the 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 ball that Trent's being given credit for. That was just a hoof, and uh, Firmino gets onto it for the second goal. But Chris, it, it's an absolute stonewall penalty, and there's been a lot made of it. You know, all Liverpool this, Liverpool that. I'm, I want to go back and bring something in from the first half where Firmino was hauled down by Shane Long on the line when he's probably going to have a free header into an empty net. Does that even up for you? You know, if we get that penalty there, of course it does. You, you know, of course it does. I mean, it shouldn't. It, we shouldn't have to even up. Look, it's your favourite subject, Gav Barr. But 
give uh, the, the should it should have basically been that England should have had that penalty to make it one one. That's what he should have had. Yeah, because we should have had one. Um, I don't know why it's not given. It looks pretty obvious. Brady Carr reckons that Ings drags his leg. Maybe so they think maybe they think he's trying to do a Perez and initiate the contact. Which, which one? Which one are you not sure why was given, Barry? Uh, Chris, sorry, the Bobby one or the Ings one? Both. Yeah, I, you know what the Bobby one. So I'll tell you what my opinion is on the Bobby one. Maybe I maybe think, they think he's maybe think he's not getting it, but it doesn't exactly matter. It. But that's not the rules. The rules is but if you're exactly. fouled in the box, um, yeah. then you're asked because. Put it this way, if I if I it's a it's a weird thought, but if I am a footballer, which is a strange thought, if I knock a ball past Gav, and I'm probably not going to get the ball, but Gav trips me up in the box, I still get a penalty because he's tripping yeah. up in the box. No, doesn't matter fact that I, doesn't matter if I've kicked it too far under myself. Maybe I've seen this wrong because because and I've seen it back probably half a dozen times. Barry Carter says Fabinho blocks the ball, Ink, Ings hooks his foot and takes it with him. Stephen Kingsbury says no contact on Ings, lost balance when going in between two players. I don't want to say, I don't want to butt in, I, let, I want to let you finish, Kev, but you know when you said absolute stonewall clear penalty? I thought it was. No, I don't think it's a stonewall clear penalty. Right, come on. I'm, I'm listening. Well I, well, I, well, I just, well, I just don't think, I think, I think the, the, the evidence, the video evidence was very inconclusive. Uh, you can't see, you know, if you if you slow down ninety percent of slow motion replays, you will always find contact. There is contact. It's I, probably like it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this notion of contact means penalty. You know, when when they slow it down into real, real, real as, as slow as they possibly can, then there's always contact, and you think, oh look, there's contact. That's a penalty. In, in, yeah, but, in, but for in, me, but for me, like people are saying, Fabinho blocks the ball. He does, and it got once he blocks it, it goes past him. He takes a second go at Ings. He has yeah. a little. Gabby's got long legs. He has. It doesn't matter how long your legs are, Chris. It's the movement you make with them. It's very sometimes very difficult to to get those long legs out of the way again. I mean, I guess no. He, he doesn't. He doesn't get of... no. Hold on. It, the ball goes through. He makes a second movement then. To, 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 one, to go. No, no, he, it's a d- deliberate second slight movement one, one. at Danny Ings. It's a penalty. And, and like, Stephen Max says there, it's 100% nailed on penalty. If source says me, both were penalty. 100%. I think it's like the penalty Manny got at home to Leicester, where you, sometimes you get him, sometimes you don't. But VAR yeah, would never. Fair. But, but VAR would never. It's one of those ones where. It's subjective that VAR would never flip it. It's not like. It's not like this, the, the City one today where it looks like. Aurier boots uh, Aguero. It's not as clear, cut, not as clean cut as that. So I think he falls into that realm of look. When I saw that, my initial reaction was shit. That's a penalty. A lot of people, like, are, a, a lot of people are here. Like Shaq says, Grizz, that's quality long legs. Uh, Mark Spruill is laughing at Grizz long legs. He's easy in bits laughing. Uh, Chillix is laughing as well at the long legs comment. Like uh, I'm, I'm just visioning there where you go, you punch the fella in the head. Yeah, but my arms are I've really long. You know, well, you know, these, maybe, maybe these things need to be taken into consideration. Yeah, no, it was, it was you know, size of limbs. I, I, to be honest with you, John Pickford's knackered them. I would have had, yeah. I would have had, I would have had that down as a penalty. When I seen it, and any anything I've seen back, and not What's because I wouldn't say it's hundred percent like you're claiming. Well, I, I would say it's hundred percent the penalty. Having said that, the one with Firmino, he will get to that ball. He will get to that ball, and it's probably a sending off for Shane Long because he's dragged the fella down, making no attempt for a ball. He probably gets a red card for that. Um, 
But look, that that's by the boy. A lot of people, somebody says there, they're making a lot more around this uh, Robertson back pass as well. Like you know, but but we're gonna get to that stage now. If Liverpool get a throw in, that's kind of dubious. There's a massive team made of it. I just I can't understand. We've had that, we've had that one. Yeah, yeah, and look, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those. Like, what can you do? But from there on in, I thought Liverpool were exceptional. And the one player I want to pick out, Grizz, uh, to be honest with you, is Mohamed Salah. Now. We, we again we we've spoken over the last couple of weeks and a couple of lads in our WhatsApp group have said lads this fella is going to go to town on this league in the last 15 16 league games that's the feeling he had just by watching him but yesterday yeah. Chris, he was absolutely electric and if Firmino releases a ball oh, a half a second a quarter of a second quicker we've scored goal the season. goal of the season and you can shut down the competition but I thought Salah was absolutely electric yeah it's um it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful to see the way each one of our lads has stepped up when another team member has sort of been injured and sort of maybe out for a period, right? So I know you want to touch on Salah, but I want to touch on just because our team's so great. I want to talk about some other members of the team that have contributed, right? So for example, Matip starts the season, gets out injured for a period, sustained period. We slightly have a panic because we think Matip's been brilliant and VVD. Mm. Lovren steps in, absolute class. Lovren steps out and then Gomez. Everyone thinks Gomez have been a bit of a shaky start to the season. Apps, well, you know, we know. Couldn't we, you? We, we could talk about Gomez all night, how brilliant he's been since he stepped in. You know, same thing with Fabinho. Henderson steps up to the plate. Bloody hell, turns, turns into player of the season. Mane gets injured and then we think, you know, come on, Mo. This is your time now because Mane has been not carrying us, but being the sort of the shining, the beacon, the star, star man, the main man. You know, he's been absolutely quality for me, close to probably Liverpool's player of the season. Well, definitely one of the candidates. And then Mo decides to wake up out of a slight slumber in terms of perf- uh, in terms of performance. The numbers were there, but sort of you know, there's criticism of his touch. Criticism of his sort of effort, maybe in certain quarters, maybe justifiably, I don't know. But then Mane gets injured, and then Mo has been absolutely superb, Gavin Doyle. The mm-hmm. guy, you can see the hunger in his eyes, the hunger in his, the whole body language of Mo. And and I've said this before to you, and we've discussed it before. When Mo Salah starts getting his head up and seeing assists and making assists, he is one of the most elite forwards, attackers in world football. And especially for us in this Liverpool system, when Mo Salah decides, not decides, maybe I'm being unfair on him, but when he starts making assists as well, he's absolutely deadly. And that's exactly what's been happening last few weeks. The guy has been sensational. And I'm pretty certain he's going to overtake uh, Vardy and who's the other one? Aguero? Aguero's up there, yeah. He's three goals off Vardy now. And he has yeah, his... yeah, he's going to smash them all. He's yeah, uh, Megan says that he has his eyes on the golden boot. Uh, Mark Spring yeah, says, does. what about Hendo, lads, being different gravy? Uh, Barry Carr says, I don't hesitate to say it, Captain Fantastic. Liam Morris, he says, solid two or three goals behind Vardy now. He's three behind him. Um, Dean Simmons says, we've been relentless from back to front. Uh, Dylan O'Rourke says, he's got long legs. He does have long legs. Um, all nil... Um, Sorry, read that one out already. Shaq says, is there any chance of any of the front three leaving this summer or next? Not not this summer, absolutely not. Who's Probably going, next. <coughs> who's going over for the last game of the season and victory parade asked Live Board if anybody's going let Live Board know. Um <clears throat> North Red says Hendo's got uh 
has to get Premier Player and Player's Player of the Year. Um, they'd set football on fire if that happens. Uh, but Chris, I, I've mentioned Salah. And the other one I want to mention is Firmino because I thought Firmino was outstanding as well. And he hasn't scored at Anfield this season. I think he has about 14, 15 goals in total for Liverpool this season, all being away from home. But he he orchestrates things for me in the last half an hour of that game absolutely brilliantly and shows exactly what he means to this football team, goals or no goals. Oh, yeah, mate. The, the pass for Henderson uh, and the back heel he does to... Um Chamberlain's goes. It's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just purring. That's when you know. That's when you know Bobby's back to his best. He just purrs and he just. He just looks effortless. Absolutely effortless. It just looks like he's playing on the, on the street. It's really, really good. It's just uh, breathtaking to watch. It, it's uh, so, yeah, go on. I'm, and I'm, I'm just made of Henson starts out a couple of goals to his game. You know, I'm not saying that's the be all and end all, but it's quite nice just to have that extra little bit mm. on it. Yeah. And it'll be a, it'll be a good, it's just good fun because it, it just uh, winds more people up as well, which I'm all for. Oh, I know you are. Um, but <laughs> look, like, look, when you look at Firmino's uh, contribution there, the first goal, he, he's the flick to, it's the flick to Alex Oxley Chamberlain. He gets the, he gets, uh, the assist to Henderson. He then gets an assist for the, f- I can't remember if it's the third or fourth goal. It's that many bleeding goals. The fourth. The, the fourth. It's the fourth, yeah, when he, when he's, um, you went out for a smoke, didn't you? Oh, no, do you know what? Do you know what? I'm having massive, <laughs> massive problems with these two goals that Salah gets. And every time I watch them back, I go, was that the third or the fourth? And do you know what it was? I got a little bit annoyed at Mo Salah because when Firmino squares it to him, he should just absolutely put it in the net. I don't know why he's taking a touch. And then he's a little bit fortunate in the way the ball goes in. But he gets an assist for that as well. And he could have been greedy when, when Salah slips him down the side and he shakes off that defender. He could have taken a touch and hit it with his left foot. But he doesn't. He sets up He sets up, um, Salah for the goal. Well, yeah, he sets up Salah for that goal. Like He's just being brilliant and... and I'm hoping this little break again and everyone in top form and you want everyone in top form the looks of Alisson your Van Dijk everyone but for me you know, if he's in top form he just gives us that just something extra about this team I find Grizz the last player I want to touch on and loads of people have mentioned him here and it's Jordan Henderson um, that's a goal and an assist against Wolves he's come in with, a, with another goal um, yesterday Playing and really, assist. playing really, yeah, and an assist. Playing really, really, really well. The assist I loved. The weight of the ball was brilliant. But Grizz, a lot of people have called for him to be player of the year. Alan Shearer have said if you know if we're voting now for player of the year, he gets it. Um, he should be right up there. What's your take on him, Grizz? Because he, he splits opinion all over the place, not only between Liverpool fans but fans of football in general. Is he in the running to be player of the year, Grizz? <sighs> Why tough not? One for you. No, it's a it's a tough one, but why not? Mm. Why not? And, and so you gotta you gotta look at the pros and the cons, I guess, right? So why not? So he's captain, and and he's not only a captain; he's an influential captain now, mm-hmm. and a motivational and inspirational captain of the greatest team the Premier League has ever seen, right? Arguably, mm-hmm. he's the captain of the champion, the current Champions League winners. The World Cup winners, the Super Cup, Super Cup winners. He's captained and played in the majority of all those tournaments and cups that I've just mentioned. He had a slightly underwhelming, right? A slightly underwhelming first couple of weeks of the of the season. And people tend to forget people sorry, people tend to 
always expect magnificent nine out of tens from Henderson. Henderson is not that type of player, not that type of captain. Henderson is your solid pro and then has inspirational moments, which he has. At every moment of need for Liverpool Football Club, Henderson has been there. So I don't see many arguments for him not to be one of the candidates. Now, the argument will be from Liverpool fans mostly, which is absurd, which drives me up the wall. Because you can understand and accept other fans of clubs saying Henderson, blah, 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 blah. But when Mongols, Liverpool FC supporters, are looking to sort of undermine any praise that their skipper of their great club gets, that's what irks me, Gav. It makes me mad. The only other thing that makes me more mad than that is like lentil curry. I hate lentil, lentil curry. Mm. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. So you you're, called, you're saying trolls are like, like lentil curry? Just so no, play. no, but why would, you, why would you look and search and make an effort to undermine your captain for any praise that he's getting in the media? Embrace it's, it. To be honest with you, Chris, to be honest with you, Chris... It's the culture, and no one wants to. Be, no one likes to be proven wrong. No, do you know so, what? Do you know what? Listen, here's a bit of advice for you both: ignore it, because oh, at the end, listen, listen, yeah? listen. He's a football player playing in a team, right? That basically have won twenty four of twenty four games. Where right? I, I, I lose count, right? Um, you do not be in that team for the. He's probably been in the team for ninety five percent of that. Okay, um, you do not stay in a team like that if you are not playing exceptionally well. And I'm not saying on his own he's playing exceptionally well. Everybody in that side has played exceptionally well. Have they had off days? Absolutely. Has Van Dijk had an off day? Yeah, you could probably pick one or two. Of course, yes. Um, Allison, yeah, maybe Adrian, yeah, definitely. Uh, Trent, yeah, Robbo, probably. You can go through them all, and you include Manny. You include everybody has off days, right? But to me, and the thing with me with Henderson is, I've, I ignore anybody that wants to knock Jordan Henderson because. And I ignore anyone that, and it, it might be just Jordan Henderson. I ignore anyone that knocks Mo Salah. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Jordan Henderson, I always go back to Old Trafford this season. Jordan Henderson was atrocious, right? Hands, yeah. absolutely atrocious, right? And most players were. And I turned around after the game and said Jordan Henderson was atrocious. But overall, Jordan Henderson has probably been about 8 out of 10 overall for the season. In the last two or three months, he's probably a 9.5 out of 10. And that's, I don't even know why I'm taking the half point off him, right? But at the end of the day, he's captain of Liverpool Football Club. He's captain of a side that has blown records out of the water all over the place. It'll be a travesty if they don't do about 106 or 108 points in this league. It will be a travesty if they don't go unbeaten. It will be a, it will be a travesty if they just don't go down as biggest winners of the Premier League has ever seen okay and it'll probably be a travesty if they don't add up probably a second trophy to that on top of the league as well but when it comes to players like him he's always going to split opinion like I'm looking here and people are saying he'll get the players player he'll get the writers player people are saying he won't you know they go for this they go for that but, uh, you know um I think Kevin De Bruyne, right, Kevin De Bruyne right will get it I can't understand how Kevin De Bruyne is in a more chance of getting the players of the year than any player that's playing on Liverpool eleven, And I mean that. Because at the end of the day, Kevin De Bruyne has had a really good season for Man City. Really good. But at the end of the day, 
he hasn't been good enough to galvanise the, the most expensive probably squad in, in, in league history to go anywhere not, near Liverpool. Let's not be around the bush with in terms of Kevin De Bruyne is playing with sensational world superstars. But so, so was Jordan Henderson. No, 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 but this is my point. A lot of people say, oh, Kevin De Bruyne. People forget Kevin De Bruyne hasn't galvanised them enough, hasn't been inspirational enough to get City out of this slumber. They've lost six games in the Premier League. Now, Jordan Henderson, talent-wise, technique-wise, isn't on a, probably on a level of Kevin Bruyne. No, he, he isn't, right? Let's just put it out there. But Kevin, but, but, but uh, Henderson has shown the mentality, the inspiration, the motivation he's had to pa- almost, almost keep Stevie G style carry us in the last few weeks. And people tend to forget that. You know, so Kevin De Bruyne isn't playing with a bunch of clowns, is he? He's playing with top, top, top players. Yet he hasn't been able to galvanise them and sort of do the things that Henderson's done for this team and raise the levels of Liverpool like he ha- like Henderson has. Look, it's 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 the player of the season, as I said to you. The only the only thing people will say maybe is to say, look, we have a better player within our own ranks that could be I, nominated for player of the season. I can't, which is Sadio Mane for me. Oh yeah, I, to be honest with you, if you're giving player of the year, I. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. I give it to Sadio Mane. And that's being honest with you. But uh, we've we done this comparison with Henderson and Kevin De Bruyne. There is no comparison because they're two different players. You know, and don't get me wrong, there's been flashes from Kevin De Bruyne that have been unreal this season. You know, I remember a goal away at Newcastle. He's hit some ridiculous assists as well. But at the end of the day... That's the issue with Kevin De Bruyne, though. It's just flashes. If, but, uh, when, the, when the chips are down, like you saw today... Yeah, I but, didn't but this, see him today. No, but this is what I'm saying. Like you can't, you can't look at a team that could possibly go. I'll put it to this way: How many points have Liverpool got? 70, Seventy-three points. So if Liverpool pick up another twenty-seven, twenty-eight points, they will get hundred and one points, which will make them the most successful Premier League side over one season that they've ever seen. How you can pick anybody outside of that for Player of the Year is beyond me. It's beyond me. You know what yeah, I mean? Correct. That is that is a, that is a level. That is a level that not only one player but eleven players have it's stuck to. Yeah, look, look. Man City took a hundred points two years ago. Who was the player of the year two years ago? Anybody no, tell me? Virgil van Dijk. Did Virgil van Dijk win player of the year last year? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. A team went ninety-seven and ninety-eight. He went hell, hell for letter at each other. I want to know who the player of the year was when 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 they um when they won this when 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 they won at hundred points who was player of the year because if it wasn't the Manchester City player I'd be absolutely blown away Kevin De Bruyne has been very very good for for um, Man City this season has he been as good and influential as Sadio Mane for Liverpool absolutely not not a fucking chance and I don't care what anybody says that's just the way it is but we we. We could discuss this only. Um, let me see, Stephen. Yeah, Mac- just a bit, a hmm. bit, a bit, a bit of, bit of breaking news about you know, like sort of talk sport have been spouting a lot of rubbish about. Us sorry, sorry. Salah was the Salah won at the year. City got a hundred. Now that's right because he got forty goals. Forty-four goals he got. Didn't win anything. Uh, right. So 
that's probably the outlier. 44 goals in your season back. You, you win it or you win player of the year because he was top scorer in the league. He, he was, it was ridiculous. But what I'm saying is Kevin De Bruyne can't walk around and say, I got, f- what did he have? Five, six, what has he got? Seven, eight goals a season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assists? I know what you mean. The parallels, you can't compare. The parallels can't aren't the same. Salah's season. You can't expl- uh, compare Salah's um, tremendous, amazing season uh, to, to Kevin De Bruyne's little splurt of forms here and there. Because look, come, let's be honest, when it comes down to the crunch, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. When when the, when it comes down to the crunch, Kevin De Bruyne and Pep Guardiola, the the questions need to be asked about them in big, massive games. Not only in the Premier League, but in Europe as well. I don't. They have not. They have not performed against the big boys in Europe. At Tottenham and, games, the Tottenham game showed that, didn't it? What today? No, the Tottenham game, the Champions League. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, they threw, and, they, and they threw it away. They threw it away. Previously to Liverpool as well, and then previously, I don't know who knocked him out in the previous year. But, you know, when it comes down to it, Henderson has won us the Champions Not won us, but sort of been a successful part of the Champions League in every other final that we've played. And now, you know, an unprecedented season, a start to the season, and which will hopefully, hopefully end in sort of a, a world record-breaking season. So, you know, the comparisons... The comparisons are, are are very difficult, but you can't you can't justify you can't clearly justify Kevin De Bruyne winning it over Henderson for me. Okay. You just can't. But what I was going to say, Gav, is very mm. quickly. You know, Talksport have been very critical and vocal about sort of this and that and Liverpool and undermining the quality of Liverpool. Don't so pay much attention to them, Booker One. Well, no, well, well, no, we have to now because um, because. You don't have uh, to. Well, we don't have to, but it's 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 different. It's 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 funny how everyone is slowly, slowly jumping on the LFC bandwagon. So you know the the main presenter, um, what's his name, man? The one who, the oh, one who, Durham, Adrian Durham, Adrian Durham. So do you remember is someone? It, done a, is this his, is, that, is this his poem? That's it. So I retweeted it um, a couple of what? days ago, and and lo and behold, Talksport have just retweeted that tweet of mine. So you know, maybe slowly, slowly, we're winning the the media round, and they're realizing, look. You but also, wasn't wasn't Adrian Drummond when he was doing that in their Liverpool office? So he's probably playing to the crowd. Well, fair enough. Who doesn't? But the exactly, point is, so. but Grizz certainly does. You love yeah, the crowd, Grizz. I was, I was just going to say, who doesn't? Who yeah. doesn't? But the point being, is, you know, the media, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. Do we embrace it? Why not? I think we should because look, at the end of the day, um, if you can't beat them. Join them, and that's the mentality they're having because they've tried to beat us all season in every aspect. Tried to undermine it, tried to say it's a poor league, mm. tried to say VAR, tried to say all these kind of bollocks. But now I think slowly and slowly, but surely, all these media and few pundits out there are sort of slowly jumping on the bandwagon that we are actually the greatest team the Premier League's ever seen. Mm. Do you know what? Well, like people are saying here, you know, um, about the player of the year and, and Salah. But, Salah is, and somebody says there, he's the anomaly. Uh, and like Gareth Bale was, like Lewis Suarez was um, in 2013-14. Bale probably the season previous to that, I think. But I just can't get me... Like, and, and somebody says there, like external views on Henderson's etc. don't matter. Dean Simmons says this. You only have to listen to what his manager and his teammates say to know his importance to the machine that is a football team. That's absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. And look... There's loads of people on, on social media and they go on about Henderson and he's only being good for this and only being good for that. And that's fine. If they want to say that, that's absolutely fine. I wholeheartedly disagree with it. And I, I think it's extremely hard 
to take not only Henderson but any player in this squad and throw mud at them for anything that they've done between August and probably not August, probably the August before that, or go back again over the last probably two and a half years and not say, you know what, great player. Um, and when all is said and done, they gave everything for Liverpool. Look what they've done over a series of probably, it could go on to be three, four, five years. But to, 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 to be negative over any player in this squad for me is just a bit mind boggling. Um, we have got a t-shirt to give away tonight from Footy Globe. Um, you'll know them from online they have they have loads of t-shirts out the unbearable stuff they actually have the 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 new one now with all the, the years we've won the league and they've actually gone they've gone out on a limb as they'd say and uh put 2020 down as that um to to be in with a chance of winning that all you have to do and the first person that comes up on screen and answers this is who was the first player to score against liverpool in the premier league this season Grizz, Chris, don't I say know. anything, please. I know, Thanks I know. For, yeah, I know, you know, but you can't win. And Grizz doesn't oh. want to win. He's um, this sort of stuff is below him. Um, but Grizz, look, when all said and done, we're twenty-two points clear. You know, you've, we've talked about uh, Pep Guardiola's kept his team in for forty-five minutes today. I know, I know, I know what a lot of people are thinking is: when are we going to win this, Grizz? I know this is a really, really pressing issue for you as to when we're going to win this because you've planned to come to Dublin and celebrate it with me but what when do you think we're going to do it look I said to you last week a couple of weeks ago I thought it was going to be Villa at home mm. right but mm. I've been studying and analysing the fixtures of both teams and you know when I get into my deep analysis you know it takes doesn't take long it, it, it takes all night mate alright and, <laughs> and um, so I've been studying the fixtures and uh, sort of the, the XG maps of both teams and all sorts, right? Mm-hmm. I've got a whole room dedicated to this type of analysis, right, Gav? Mm-hmm. And I really think it could be before then, Gav. I think we possibly could be looking at... What's the home game before Villa? Uh, Palace? I, I, yeah. I want to say, is yeah. Palace, is it Palace, Chris? Palace on the 21st of March. But that's the one. Book it in your diaries, lads. You think it's that? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit thrown by all this now. I'm being honest with you. I, uh, I well, if we, if we win, if we win the next six, that's the sixth game. Which is the sixth game? Palace. Palace. I think Palace, it could I think be earlier than that. A lot of people are saying we're doing it at Goodison. Uh, Morbid Angel says we're doing it at Goodison. Uh, Liam Morrissey says Trent will win Young Player of the Year. It's not even a contest. Uh, people don't realise Trent. Oh, sorry, that's gone off my screen. Uh, I really want. I really want City to give us a guard of order, says uh, Megan. Um, it'll be done in March. City will lose again before playing us, says Kevin. Well, let's look at. Well, let's look at. City's I want. I want the. Uh, I want the seventh of March. That's when I want it to be one. Born for home. Have you got tickets? No, because the next game is 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 the Goodison Derby. Okay. Guard of Guard of Honor at Goodison. Can you imagine? The thing is, the thing is, Chris. Right. I get. I get that. I get that. The Guard of Honor. But I wouldn't want to win the Premier League after thirty years anywhere but Anfield. Anyway. Well, that's, well, that's why I said win it at Bournemouth at home because then we we have the trophy at oh, Bournemouth at home, sorry, and then your next and then your next game is the Guard of Honor. Oh, is that how it works? Of course, yeah. beg your pardon. Amazing, that would be absolutely amazing. But mm. Crystal Palace at oh, home. Oh, deep deep says if we beat Shrewsbury, the date changes for the Palace game. Oh yeah, because we should play uh, play Chelsea away, won't we? Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it all changes things. A lot of people have sh- suggested Bournemouth on the seventh of March, but we'll have to wait and see. Keep Plunkett I says, think so. I keep, think that's a very very 
strong possibility. You know why? You just look at their fixtures, Gav, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got West Ham at home, right? They'll smash mm. them. Then they go to Leicester. Okay. Tricky, right? Then they've got Madrid, right? Because they've got the Madrid in between, right? And then in between Madrid, they've got Arsenal. Ugh, see, the thing is, I can see them dropping. They haven't, they haven't got Arsenal now because they've got the League Cup, haven't they? Oh, of course, yeah. So they've got Madrid, then they've got the League Cup. Yeah. Final. And then they've got City coming. They've got Chelsea away coming up. United away coming up. Oh, God. Burnley at home, which is always fun. It's just a matter of, listen, isn't it it beautiful that it's just turned February and we're looking at fixtures where we can sort of... Alan, Alan says the earliest league win ever is the 14th of April. He said we're set to smash that record. Oh, Um, come on. That was sort of shit shit league as well. Yeah, that must have been a terrible league as well. But, But, Grizz... What do you what do you think this does to the league? Because I've seen things come out afterwards now where Pep Guardiola has said, you know, uh, when we won it, when we won the league with hundred points, the, the 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 main men at the Premier League uh, were what were concerned over this and stuff yeah. like that. Now now Liverpool are doing the same. Will they be concerned? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a dose of your own medicine and give you the same advice that you gave us. Mm. Ignore it. Okay, on to the next question. Okay. So, uh, oh, well, I've, I've, I've got a bit more of an opinion than that, if that helps. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I think this might have the effect that the Leicester title win had. Okay. The Leicester title win scared the shit out of a lot of the top six sides, mm-hmm. and clubs got their act together. City woke up. We finally got our act together with Klopp and everything like that. I think now, the, I think it's now reasonable for clubs like Chelsea, Tottenham, uh, Man United but especially Chelsea, Tottenham, uh, and Arsenal, Sirpo, where they can go to their owners and their boards going, well, Liverpool have won the league. They don't have City money. They don't have Man United levels money. And they've built a team that can win the league. Why can't we? And I think that's going to change mindsets now for those sort of clubs going, actually, bollocks this, or oh, we could get top four. We haven't got the money that City have got. You don't need to if you can get the right strategy in place. I'm not saying they're going to do it overnight, but I think I think a few clubs, it might be that little bit of a wake-up call that where don't the want. Model, where the envy, the model, the example of every club in world football right now. Every club aspires to be like Liverpool. Every coach aspires to be like Jürgen Klopp from top to bottom, from the youth setup to our training ground facilities to our marketing. We're, we're, we're in a magical moment. And Gav, when you say, what does this mean? It means fuck all. It just means we have... This is a one-off season. Look, no one, even you, Gav, I know you've got a lot of things right this season and fair play to you because like, it's been about 10 years since you haven't got anything right, right? So no problem. You've got suddenly got something right. <laughs> no, season. hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> no, 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 I don't... Minute. Listen, hold on. I don't... I don't... I don't... I Hold on. I don't... I, 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 I openly admitted last season that I thought yeah. 30 wins, 5 draws and 3 defeats yeah. would do it. 95. Well, listen, I was incorrect. Look, look, look. I came I'm, back at the start of the season and I said 30 wins. I'm giving will do you it. your props. I'm giving you your props. So you I don't make a lot of predictions, season. but I did predict. Yeah. What was your What was your season predictions, Chris? I have them here. He, he can't we remember. Talk, we, talk, we talk about them afterwards. He can't <laughs> remember. That's the problem. He cannot remember the predictions he's made. I have them all. I have them all right here Gavin in the desk Doyle. beside me. And he Gavin can't Doyle. remember what he's predicted. Gavin Doyle. Predictions <laughs> are what? Predictions are fluid. Fluid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they okay, are fluid. So, but listen, at the end of the day, it's, it's an amazing season. It's a one-off. Really, can we see the distance? Can we see Liverpool and the rest of the teams repeating 
their standards. So our standards being sort of out of this world, the rest of the standards, I don't give a shit about their standards, but they have to raise them. Someone's got to give us a game next year. Someone's got to give us a title a competition next year. I probably there's no doubt about it. We are already favourites for next season. But will it be like this? No. So nothing's going to happen. Let let the likes of Pep and say what they want. Pep knows what he's saying. He knows it's our time to dominate. We're back on our perch, and you know, let's have fun while we're at it. That's it. Mm. The exciting uh, thing to look forward to for Liverpool is this will be the first time Klopp's ever had to build a second team because uh, Dortmund yeah. he just he just lost his players every season. I don't think I don't think, I don't, I don't think he has I don't think, I think he has to build a season. second team. Yeah, I don't think he has to do it straight away. I think no, but need, over time he's yeah, gonna, he's going to evolve this absolutely, team. Absolutely, like, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see. Because I don't think he'll just stick with four three three. I think at some point he, he might try to be a bit radical and he, a bit different. He may do, but when you look at it now, you, like anybody going into this window in the summer would be thinking you're probably going to add someone in attack. You may add someone a fullback, but you're basically not squad fillers. I hate that. I, I hate that term, squad fillers. You either come in and you're good enough or you're not. Um, but. It, it's 2020 now. I think in the summer of 2022, you probably stage. will look at it. Gav, I think we're past the stage of looking for squad fillers. I genuinely, genuinely believe we will I, go out and make three or four signings of players aged between 20 and 25 and the best players in that age group. I think we're past getting squad fillers. I think we're looking... I still think you, 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 you must need someone to cover Robertson. That's not a squad filler, but you, you're not going to displace Robertson. But that's it is nice. the only that, one. That's, that's the only one. one. It would be nice to have someone who's not James Milner. You know, bless him. He, you know, he, uh, his legs are... And the other option is probably you're probably going to need a lot of replacements. Okay, um, look, somebody's asked when when will we actually get our hands on the trophy? It'll be the second last game of the season at home to Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea at home. Yeah, Chelsea at home is when when the, is that when confirmed? The, isn't it? No, it's, it's yeah. always the last home. Your last home game of the season, unless it goes it down to the last day. That's that's all it is. Yeah, Nordred says respect to our club. That Paisley statue is fantastic. What an iconic work of art. Of course, that was unveiled during the week. It was really nice um, and different. It's really different um, mm. th- th- with him carrying Emily News. Really, really different. Uh, somebody asked a random question: What music would you like played at your funeral, Grizz? What music would you like played at your funeral? Music at my funeral. Yeah, Nordred wants "Born in Love" by Elvis. I'd probably want that Christmas song that I'm really in love with, girl. Oh, the, uh, the, po- the Pokes. Yeah. What do you call it again? <laughs> what does he call it? The bells are ringing. The bells are ringing. <laughs> he, kept, <laughs> he kept saying to me, I love that song, The Bells Are Ringing. And I was like, what the fuck is he I'm talking I'm sure he about? says that somewhere in, in, this, in the lyrics. Oh, yeah, he says the bells are ringing out for Christmas Day. Uh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So it's yeah. not all mad. There's always method to my madness, Kev. Yeah, uh, Ella says, out of curiosity, uh, would you rather win at Anfield, the Etihad, or Goodison? Yeah, um, I'll take it at Anfield. Anfield, 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 all the way. Uh, but wherever it comes, wherever it comes, it's fine. Keith Plunkett says the bells are ringing, and he also says he's looking forward to seeing Grizz um, in Dublin so he can uh, cry uh, tears of joy into his point of Guinness. Grizz doesn't drink Guinness, he doesn't drink, he's a strict Muslim, we all know that. Highway to hell, not original, I know, says Kev O'Sullivan. Um, there's loads. The jam going underground says Avo the Turtle. Well, these are all <laughs> these are all ones that, that come across. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't like to think about that. I think it's a bit it's a bit morbid. Um, Grizz, man of the match from the weekend. We've talked about a couple of them, but oh, that's a bloody tough one. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> Mo Salah. Okay, just ahead of just ahead of Bobby. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, Mo Salah, just for his 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 just all round play, it was not just his goals and it was, it was just he was a threat. He was a menace. He was strong. He was powerful. He was quick. It was back to the Mo I thought of the of the season before last. Okay, uh, Dylan O'Rourke says he wants something by Will I Am at his funeral. Um, sounds good. Um, <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> Chris, who's your man of the match? Uh, I'll go Bobby because I was toying between Bobby or Salah, so I'll, mm. I'll, I'll go. I'll go the other one. Mm. Um, let me see. Paddy agrees with you. Uh, Stephen Mack also agrees with you as well, and so does Kevin Sullivan. So does Shaq. There's loads of agreement that uh, Mick has Allison as man of the match. Uh, Megan says Bobby or Hendo for for her. Yeah, um, you could pick any any one of those three. I thought Salah was outstanding. I really did. I thought, but but you see, this is the thing every week. You don't know who to, who who are we picking here because it's just every week. And this is what well, that's this is the, the point. This is the point I'm going back to. We have a team yeah. here that is competing every week against each other for man of the match never mind competing against the league to try win it um, let me see Adam Petrucci Owen says if Trent breaks his own assist record he's got to have a shot player of the year now I don't think so um, I think that's probably between Mo Salah sorry Sadio Mane Henderson might get in there Van Dijk will oh, get a Trent's mention oh Trent's got the young players oh Trent's yeah. a young player yeah but, but oh, he's it, got it wrapped and, and yeah. De Bruyne will obviously be in there but I, 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 I listen if De Bruyne had to score 25 goals in midfield like someone says there, he's eight goals and fifteen assists. Fair enough. If he had probably say fifteen to twenty goals and fifteen assists, I'd say yeah, that's that's outstanding. But I don't think it is outstanding for a player that's built up like that to be wherever. Yeah, he is. in a mega having said that, team as well. Having said that, throw a bit in for him in the summer. I'd absolutely have him in their squad. In their squad, anyway. Back up, back up, right back. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if anybody, uh, we have five minutes left. If anybody has any random questions, um, absolutely throw them in. Or if you just want to hear Grizz tell people that Fabinho has very long legs you can absolutely go with that um ella says invincible season fa cup and the league or the league and champions league oh league very, champions league. very good question right so so you can have an invincible season the fa cup and the league or you can have the league and champions league no invincibility all that all that sort of stuff chris you're taking the league and champions league all day take all the big trophies yeah crazy the same world domination mate league and champions league i mean come on Arsenal got the invincible tag, right? But who gives a shit? Mm. Does anyone care around Europe or the world about Arsenal's invincibility? No, it's just a small little time. Where, where did, that. where, how did Arsenal do in that season when they were, when they, when they were invincible, right? Twelve draws. No, I know that. I know that. Two thousand and four, wasn't it? Um, they got knocked out by Chelsea in the Champions League when Chelsea weren't the Chelsea yeah. force they are now. Yeah. Okay. Chelsea, so in Chelsea's last season under Ranieri, where they finished second, okay. knocked them out. Okay. No worries. Cool. No, I just, I just, no, because I'm the only thing is Liverpool want to win a Champions League and lose a league game somewhere. People go, oh, but you weren't invincible like Arsenal. Yeah, but they won a Champions League. So yeah, I just wanted to see. Um, what will be the nickname we remember this team by? Boss. Yeah, I don't think we'll remember by that, Christoph. <laughs> it is boss. Re- oh, no, I agree. Nice, nice scouts and simple. Yeah, I think, no, I think, I, I think the word I relentless comes into more. We've got to get out of this uh, unbearable. unbearable. Yeah, it's got to be worldwide, so it's got to be something that everyone remembers us by. I think the word relentless just comes into my head every time I think of them. The borough, the borough asks, will our players be nervous on the match we clinch the trophy? Do you think nerves might set in? And you we know, smashed nerves. No, but, nerves. no, but just I'm just we've saying, smashed every fucking nerve. We've been to finals. We've, been, we've 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 lost titles by see. We've gone past the nerves. There's no more nerves. That's the most amazing part of this. There's no. The Liverpool fan base is still nerves. 
showing nervousness and there's some sections are still saying take each day as it comes absolute cowards bottle jobs a lot of use there is no nerves in this team this is the most beautiful part of it we are the nerveless ones um, the nerveless ones what's wrong with that the no, ner- we'll be remembered as the nerveless ones oh I don't think we will I don't think that'll look great on um, advertising slogans because the nervous <laughs> ones um, but no, I think he has a fair point. It, it, does does the nerves kick in a little bit? Because look, no matter how no matter how good this side is, Grizz, they are still that they're, they're on the verge of history, massive, massive history. And you know, I think I think, I, I, think what he, I think what he means by it is, could it be a case of where we we could win a say for argument's sake away at Everton and we draw and we don't win it and it goes on to another game? Could it be something like that, Chris? It could do. It could do, but I I think the I don't think the nerves will kick in because it's not like last year. Mm-hmm. Where every drop point, as we found out, was absolutely crucial. I think we have a seven a seven loss cushion to sit on. I think it'd be a more, I think it's going to be a bit more of a if not this week, it's definitely next week. Okay. So there may be a slight stumble, but I'm I'm not. I don't think it'll be nerves. I think it'll just be a, a certain clubs just don't want to be the one that's it's remembered at. If you know what I mean. Mm, okay. All right. Um, Grizz, anything else before we go? No, I just need, I just need to need to find out when when we're going to win this title. I need to sort out my itinerary, Gav. Mm. Okay, get yourself to Dublin. He's going. He's yeah. coming to Dublin. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, what when are you going to Liverpool, Gav? Um, I'll be in Liverpool May May in we're around all, May. We're all we're all in Liverpool uh, for the last uh, last May, weekend of the season. Yeah, last awesome. Weekend. Yeah, we're all around. So, if anybody wants to join us, they're absolutely welcome. Man, woman, or child. Once the child is willing to buy around. Um, Chris, anything else before you go? Nothing for me, mate. Okay. Um, it's it's Super Bowl Sunday. Um, Grizz, pick me a team to win it. Go Niners. Go Niners. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's only saying that because the only team he knows. Uh, well, no. Well, no. Well, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. See, see, this is the thing. You've got me wrong here. Please, you've got me wrong. When American football was pretty Invented. famous, right? Yeah. When, when it was quite popular... I used to be a huge New York Giants fan, mm. right? That was back, and, and see, I could give you, t- I could give you facts now because I don't know if the rest of the lads are listening, right? This is the Channel Four days, but d- yes, yes, Chris, this is Gav won't know because Gav's still a child. Dan Marino, <laughs> Dan Marino, Miami Dolphins. Dan Marino was the quarterback. Mm. I used to be a big New York Giants fan back in those days. I'm a real American football man. Yeah, yeah. So go yeah, Niners anyway. at, at, at the moment it's go Niners yeah. Okay And Chris for you Couldn't care less you know, uh, I could Because Matt at the, Airman Matt At the start of the season Picked the Niners Completely at random To start supporting In the NFL And they're in the Fucking Super Bowl final And he will be If you think Liverpool Are unbearable Well you see Matt Tomorrow morning If the Niners go And win it I want the Niners To win it as well um, Right The question was Who was the first man To score against Liverpool In the league this season The answer of course was Pookie off Norwich. Uh, Dylan O'Rourke was the fourth man in with the answer. So Dylan O'Rourke wins the t-shirt from Footy Globe. Uh, Mr. Bolognese was second in with the answer. I have a poster here from him um, that airman Muzz designs, designed. And a lot of people have liked the picture that we had up for the tweet um, for the show earlier on. Uh, that is by Muzz. So I have a poster there from Mr. Bolognese. And I have a second poster there, which I'm going to give to Megan because she won us money um, over the weekend. So I have that there. So... All three, if you can send us an email or just send us a private message, 
on Twitter, just letting us know name, address, and we'll get them to you as soon as possible. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's the fat pack for for your Sunday night. Uh, the club will be recorded tomorrow and released tomorrow night. Uh, Liverpool play on Tuesday night against Shrewsbury. I will be back then, and then we'll just see how the rest of the week goes. I'm still on that mad schedule. I'm still trying my best, and at some stage we will get back to some sort of normality. Chris, th- thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, mate. No problem. Grizz, thanks a million. I love you. I love you too, mate. Great stuff. Have a good one, everyone. Liverpool are 22 points clear. Number 19 is happening. Get all your plans in order. Get all your ducks in a row. But most importantly, let Grizz know we're about to win it so he can start his itinerary. Over and out. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Sports Social Podcast Network.